Welcome to Confessions of a Melanated Queen, a podcast designed to celebrate achievements within black culture. Here's your host, Dr. Lauren Meeks. Welcome back to Confessions of a Melanated Queen. Family, you know how I am. Every week I have a new confession. So you guys know that this podcast launched in June and I was so excited. You know, I had my guests lined up. But for those of us, those of you who know me, you know, I reside um, in the Chicagoland area. And so most of the guests were local and they were able to travel out south to meet me in a public library. And that just didn't work. It was it was very frustrating. Uh, first of all, it was inconvenience for people. Some people had to travel, you know, 30, 40, 50 minutes to see me. And then we would sit in this room and the audio wasn't really ideal in that space. And so I was kind of stuck and I knew that I would not be able to expand the podcast unless I figured something out because there are so many talented people across the country and globally. But then, of course, you know, social media always saves the day. On LinkedIn, I met this wonderful person, Miss Candace Odom. Uh, she and I talked about having her on the, the, the show. But the problem is she's, she's not in Chicago. <laughs> so I didn't really quite know what to do. And she offered me a solution, a very simple solution. She said, you know what, just use Zoom. You know, use Zoom. That, that'll help. I've been on podcasts before, and that's what people use. And after a quick little tutorial, and I figured things out, you know, life has been much greater. I'm pretty sure you guys can notice that the audio was better with the show. It's all because someone was able to say, there's a better solution. Let's figure this out. The other thing is that as an, as an entrepreneur, it gets very frustrating when, you know, you, you have so many ideas, you have so many things you want to do, but you really don't want to deal with, you know, the back end of it. You don't want to deal with the bookkeeping. You don't want to deal with the numbers. You don't want to deal with the spreadsheet. Maybe you don't have certain skills in certain areas, but there's a person out there that can help you with that. And again, that's Miss Candace Odom. So Candace, thank you so much for joining um, our show today. Thank you so much. We really appreciate having you on here. Absolutely. I'm so glad to be here. Candace is the owner of Odom, the owner of Odom Bookkeeping Solutions. Um, she offers online um, training and courses to help you make your business where it needs to be. We talked before we started recording a conversation about just confidence and knowing how to, you know, sometimes, you know, figure some things out on your own. If you need some additional support, you know, I mean, she has some consulting services too, but for the most part, she offers a course that will kind of teach you how to handle certain things. Now I'm still, you know, a, a new to some of this. So Candace, can you just kind of share with the audience exactly what you do and what Odom Bookkeeping Solutions is all about? Absolutely. So in my business, Odom Bookkeeping, I have two arms to it. And one is the done for you, where I do the bookkeeping, the accounting, I get you tax ready, I just do it. And then we meet and talk about your progress. But then the other arm, which is my newer arm that I've launched this year, was, is a, a course called Know Your Numbers Academy. And in this course, I'm talking to the new entrepreneur who has no clue, as well as someone who's been in business for a few years but doesn't have a real process in place. And in this course, I walk you through how to use accounting software, all of the things that you need to know in order to be tax ready and to understand your finances and not be intimidated by, you know, looking at income statements and what is a balance sheet and that sort of thing. Um, I have a background in teaching and, and I have a background in finance and I found a way to merge the two where I can make a topic that's really intimidating, really simple, something that you can like manage in a really simple routine. So a lot of people leave the course feeling like, oh, 
oh, I, you know, I can do that. You know, just like when I taught math to seventh graders, they're like, okay, I can, I can factor these numbers. Okay. So tell us about that transition. So you, you at one point were, were, you were an educator and now you transition into the services that you provide now. So you're still educating. The thing is, is that you're, you're still providing an educational service. You're still teaching, but what made, if you don't mind sharing the transition from the classroom to the online platform that you offer to um, entrepreneurs? Absolutely. So it starts even a little bit before that. So when I graduated, I, um, got recruited at a job fair by a very large railroad company in Jacksonville, Florida. You couldn't tell me nothing because they were paying me great money and I had um, a credit card and I had access to like travel for work and I was meeting with like these high level people. So I really thought I was doing the thing. Um, And I had, I was in a management training program and we rotated through all these different business units of the company. And we were a very respected group of individuals. So when the program was over and we were all placed into our respective positions, I got the worst of the worst job. And it was, we'll just say data entry. So I was devastated. They gave me this like corner, corner cubicle in the way, way back away from everyone. And I didn't hardly even understand how I went from having a degree in finance and mathematical science to data entry in a corner. So besides sitting in my car crying almost every day, um, I eventually began to lose a lot of confidence. And, um, you know, I, I eventually overcame some of it. I got promoted a couple times, but I still felt like I was being forced to do something I didn't even like. Um, so I became like a corporate runaway, if you will. And I left corporate America and got married and moved. And I was like, I'm going to do something totally different. I'm not going to work into those buildings in that culture where I feel like people people have expectations of you and they're not very high. So they were like, go over here and do this and earn your way to the top. And I'm like, well, I thought I earned my way. I got the degree. I, I have the knowledge. Give me the opportunity and I can show you. Um, so just trying to get away from that uh, culture. And while there were still some good things and good people that I met there, I really lost a lot of confidence in myself, in my public speaking, in my ability. So I said, I'm not going back. I moved to Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and I took up teaching. So I was like, I love math. I love talking. Let me merge the two. Um, So they gave me my keys to my classroom and about 130 students. I was teaching seventh grade math at an inner city school, and um, it was hard. It was really, really hard. But because I had a really great math coach, I was able to, you know, go through the get over the humps of figuring out how to plan a lesson and how to incorporate the benchmarks and all those things that teachers have to do. That's very challenging. Um, so I taught for three years. I was an effective educator. My kids loved me. I, I was uh, able to take on a lot of extra projects at my school. So I felt, it seemed like I was going somewhere, but then I got pregnant and we had our little girl and I went on maternity leave and discovered during my pregnancy that there was no pay for um, teachers on maternity leave. So I was able to take off the 12 weeks because the country allows you FMLA, but I got zero pay. So I felt like, you know, my husband's going out to work every day and I'm making nothing. I'm just sitting here with the baby and my income was uh, almost 50% of the contribution to our household. So I had to figure something out. So I started telling people, well, hey, y'all, this is what I know how to do. I know how to do accounting. I got a degree in finance. I'm going to learn how to use the software and I can help you. So through his contact and mine, I was able to 
start taking on clients. And that's how Odin Bookkeeping Solutions was born, is out of, out of necessity. I had nothing else that I could do, and I had to be able to do it from home. Um, so in that 12 weeks that I was home, I was learning, I mean, besides not sleeping and having a newborn and breastfeeding and mixing bottles, I was learning software. I was trying to figure out how to do stuff online. How can I meet with people online? Because I can't leave the house right now. Um, and, and it really just came absolutely out of necessity because I had no other option. Right. right. And, and what I really want to just go back a little bit in your statement, you talked about confidence. You know, so many people can relate to being in a situation where you've worked hard, you've earned your credentials, you've, you've, you should be at a different place than where you are. And that does play a role in your confidence. I know that I felt that way at times when I've had to take a lower paying job or maybe I was doing something that maybe I did 10 years prior. Talk to us a little bit more about that and how people can try to navigate throughout that process. Well, the way I was able to overcome it was in, in teaching, when you're working with kids, they hold you to a really high, um, they, 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 it's almost like they revere you. Whereas sometimes when you're working with adults, they, they want to put you, I'm here and you're there. You know what I'm saying? So in working with kids, when you set the expectation and you follow through with it and, and you say, if it's due on Thursday, it's due on Thursday, they come and meet you where you are. They, they reach up and meet you where you are. And so in noticing that, it, and then also in, in being able to impart on them like my work ethic and the way that I learned it when I was a kid and the different techniques that I've acquired um, from other teachers on how to take on these challenging topics. And, and remember, I was teaching kids who couldn't read well. So they were seventh graders. They were in the 15, you know, 14, 15-year-old seventh graders, but on an elementary school reading level. So we were working with a lot of obstacles, but being able to see the light go off in their mind and being able to see them learn and learn how to learn and learn that, okay, well, maybe I need to learn through song or I need to learn through repetition or maybe flashcards work for me. Seeing that bell go off with them reminded me of all of those, all of those moments where I lost confidence because of someone else, you know, right. and I was able to, help them and I gain my confidence in helping them. And so sometimes when you're doing a job that you don't really care about, you don't really feel like it matters. So then you start feeling like, well, if this doesn't matter, then I don't matter. Nobody cares. All of these lies. But if you start looking at who am I helping? Like if I can just help somebody, my confidence is in being able to make that problem go away. Um, mm -hmm. So I was able to gain back a lot of that through working with those kids. And now in working with adults again, um, I don't really feel as uneasy about my abilities. It's, I know what I know and what I don't know I'm going to learn and I'm going to show you what I know along the way. Absolutely. So in, in the other, the other thing that you mentioned that I wanted to touch on was, you know, just waiting for somebody to give you an opportunity. You found yourself, and I think often many of us, that, that statement and that experience resonates with us we're looking for someone to give us an opportunity, but what happened with you just organically because of your situation with your family and the dynamics changing, you found yourself in a situation where you had to figure something out and you made an opportunity. So talk to us a little bit more about that. And then it will segue into how your class will help people. But people now are, you know, th this is a generation, especially millennials. Um, they've watched their parents lose, you know, 20, 30 years of work experience to layoffs and then their retirement 
you know, just kind of fell off the bottom. And, you know, they, they watched their parents lose their homes. They, they've experienced that. So they're not really sold on the nine to five anyway. So many of them are moving into entrepreneurship, which is a great thing. Um, I think that what happens when, when people are not given the opportunity, they try to think about, well, what can I do to make it on my own? Because I just can't, I can't continue to depend. I have two, first of all, I have student loans um, and they're tired of people giving them an opportunity. They're tired of waiting for someone to give them an opportunity. And how can you then um, assist them throughout that process? Absolutely. So you don't have to wait for someone to give you the opportunity because the thing that you know how to do, someone needs it. So you just have to figure out what is the thing you know how to do that you enjoy doing and who can you help? And in, if, even if you have a job where you're miserable, you can still be doing this, whether it be for free or for free through freelance work or whatever, find an opportunity where you can spend your energy and talents helping someone. And in that, you'll be able to segue from the thing you hate and hopefully maybe even turn that into your, your full-time business perhaps. Um, and, and, and don't just look at your job as, as a place you go every day that you hate. What can you get out of it? You know, you may be able to even spin what you're doing now into something you may enjoy a little bit more later, which, which is kind of how I was able to get through some of my challenges when I was in corporate America. But now, you know, I take my love for teaching and talking, if you could tell, I like to talk. I take that love for that and I mix it with my knowledge. Like I know finance, I know accounting, I know what you need to be tax ready. And I've packaged it in a course called Know Your Numbers. So what's the benefit of me knowing it? Okay, well, I can do my own taxes, but I can help you understand the things that you want and don't have time to figure out. You don't know what you don't know, so you don't even know what you're looking for. Um, and a lot of times people come up with a system that they do not keep up with. So you've got Excel, you may have a pretty journal, pretty pens, but you don't actually sit down and go through what you spent, what you made, and what was left over, and using what's left over to figure out how to pay yourself, and that sort of thing. I've already figured that out, and I've put it in a course where I walk you step-by-step step in getting organized, creating a system, managing it, and then the other technical pieces that all entrepreneurs will learn, will learn over time, but why not just go ahead and get it out of the way now? Um, and the course actually talks to entrepreneurs who are either just starting out or who have been in business for a short period of time, tries to kind of get things organized because it is something you can figure out, but never follow through with the task. Sometimes we get distracted with the work we know how to do, and we don't take the time to go back and incorporate some of those things that, that stretch us and, and get us exposed to more of what business is. Business is not just making the thing you make. It's, there's a whole bunch more to it. And you can learn it on your own, but you can learn it so much faster with the help of people who've already figured it out for you. Okay. So with the, the course, walk us through um, – what is the format of the course? Is it self-paced? Is it something that, um, yeah, good yeah. question. How, so how, how does it laid out? Mm-hmm. It's self-paced and the average person with a couple hours a week can finish it in a month. Mm-hmm. Um, so I walk you through the four C's of bookkeeping and that's construct, categorize, compare, and conclude, right? So you're con- going to construct a system and I walk you through like going and finding all of your expenses that may right now be all over the place and dump them into the software that I'm going to teach you how to use. In the categorize, we're going to actually take all of those pieces and put them in their respective categories. 
compare is where we talk about how to look at reports. What are the things that you need to be caring about each month? And then finally, in conclude, you're going to learn how to make decisions, like how to make decisions on spending, how to make decisions on budgeting, how to make decisions on um, preparing for coming years or pricing and that sort of thing. Um, so ultimately, it like eliminates that frustration of you get kind of paralyzed in the task. Um, and so each module kind of just takes you one by, and there's videos and worksheets and demonstrations that tell you exactly where to click, what to press, how to set it up, and why it needs to be done the way it needs to be done. Hmm. Okay, so definitely. So if a person who is just brand new to this this whole thing and is very intimidated, because, you know, the average person is probably thinking, well, I don't have a degree in finance, or, you know, I didn't have... Um, I didn't have certain experiences. I didn't go to school and get an MBA. What can I do? So, um, right. you know, what you're saying is that no matter if you're a professional, if you're just getting started, if you've been doing this for years, whatever the case may be, you can absolutely start with this class and, get, and gain the confidence that you need to, to, um, to be successful in your business. Right, right. A lot of times we start out our business and we start out with bad habits and then we perpetuate them over time. Um, it's important to start out with good habits, but you don't know what those good habits are. If you don't know what the rules are, you don't know what the IRS is looking for. You don't know what could make you be appealing for an audit and you don't know how to avoid it. A lot of people learn these things the hard way. They learn them by getting letters from the IRS and then figuring out, okay, this wasn't a good idea. Or um, when it's time to do their taxes, it becomes a scavenger hunt of trying to figure out, well, what did I spend? And where's the receipts and which account did I use? Everything is all jumbled up. But with this course, it teaches you, it teaches you how to set it up so that you can just maintain like one hour a week, knock out these tasks and then maintain that over time. And then as your business grows, you'll know when it's time to hire someone and, and all of the things. There's so many things, but keeping up with your finances is absolutely critical to like, surviving as a business. We all know that one of the main reasons why businesses fail is because they were of cash flow issues. Right, right. Absolutely. Well, you know, the truth is, is that, you know, a, a lot of times people just really want to, sh- it's, it's, it's a cultural thing. Sometimes it's been passed down to generations. People just really don't feel comfortable with it. And so they shy away from my little simple issue problem was that to be honest with you, I didn't want to upgrade to, to I remember when I didn't want to upgrade my email. I didn't understand Gmail and how that worked and, and the share drives and things yeah. like that. So everybody has something that makes them feel a little uncomfortable with it. Okay, so if someone wants to take your class, which, you know, after listening to this, I'm pretty sure that, you know, you're going to have people knocking on your door, especially within a network that, that, that I'm with, because I work with a lot of new entrepreneurs, and I work with a lot of people who, are, who need help. How can they register for your course? Well, you can go to my website, which is CandiceOdom.com, and I'm sure you'll include that in the show notes, because it's Candice with an I, okay. um, backslash course. And on that page, it'll tell you everything, mainly that I told you here, but it'll break it down and explain what the course covers. There's a video on that page that also tells you a little bit more. Um, and I've got uh, a list of Q&A questions that maybe you may have that I didn't cover in this podcast that will explain further um, whatever questions you might have. And additionally, you can include my email address as well if they want to perhaps set up a quick meeting to talk further about their needs and how this course can meet their needs. Okay. 
Sounds good. Well, I definitely think that I'm going to have to chat with you um, offline a little bit because I have some questions as well. So I think the course would be definitely beneficial. So in general, um, before we before we wrap up a little bit, can you just share a little bit more about different things that you just want the audience to know about, you know, whether it's words of wisdom, just encouragement, um, something, because I, again, we're a large part of this audience are millennials and they're, they're looking for at least supplemental income or some kind of way to have something outside of their nine to five. And I think that your, your business solutions and your course um, is definitely going to be beneficial for them. Anything else that you want to add, just encourage folks? Yes. Um, in my opinion, a, a good business that, that has the ability to live you know, throughout time, it's a business that solves a problem. So if you can figure out what is the thing you do well that will solve somebody's problem, mm -hmm. you can market yourself to uh, whoever your target audience is if you're here to solve their problem. And then the second piece of advice I would give is don't let the fact that you don't understand it be the reason why you don't do it because someone understands it. And sometimes people shy away from business coaches or they, they feel like, oh, this is expensive or this is, this person's trying to take advantage of me. We are all out here trying to partner what I know with what you need. So mm -hmm. don't be afraid to hire somebody to take a class that's not at a university that's prepared by a person just like you, where you can gather that information because a $500 class or a $1,000 coach or, or whatever the person is charging, if they can accelerate your knowledge about the thing you need, the time that you save can be used towards actually making money later on down the line. Right. So don't be afraid to invest in yourself. Take that time to figure the thing out. Someone already figured it out. So let that person show you what they know so that you can go on with your life with that knowledge. And I was going to say that, I mean, that that's the thing. A lot of times people just don't think to invest in themselves. You know, we, we splurge and we spend money in different areas. We support other dreams, but you have to remember, have to mm -hmm. keep that in mind that, you know, if you have a dream, then, you know, you have to put a little money into yourself to take, take some time and learn. Mm -hmm. And, and that's the thing it's, it's now is we're in a, a, a global society and an information society and, and we can learn just about anything, but working together oh, yeah. and partnering with other people is definitely the solution. So that's why I really appreciate having you on today. Absolutely. I'm really happy I got to talk with you guys. Absolutely. Okay. Well, thank you again, Candace. I'm going to um, share all the, the information for your contact on the, the notes for this show. And so guys, if you guys want to get in contact, go to her website, take a look. And especially those of my, my friends and family out there um, who's starting your own business, or you've been in the business for some time and you're struggling and you just need some help. This is definitely your solution. This is your course to take. Also, if you have a confession to make, make sure you go to confessionsofamelanatedqueen.com and submit your confession. If you have not purchased the book, also go to confessionsofamelanatedqueen.com and purchase the book. I look forward to talking to you guys next time. You all take care. Thank you for listening to Confessions of a Melanated Queen. Follow Dr. Meeks on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Dr. Lauren Meeks. If you have a confession, visit confessionsofamelanatedqueen.com and share your story. Peace.